Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. We're playing here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia, and I will be your storyteller for the evening. We begin our introductions tonight with Drevian. Drevian, and I'm playing Simon DeLuca, a Malkavian tailor. And Katie? I am Katie, and I am playing Mercy Ransom, a Toyador tour guide. And Jeremy? Hi, I am Jeremy. I am playing Catriona, who is a lawyer of Clan Giovanni. And Shawnee? Hi, I'm Shawnee, and I'm playing, I almost said Faldeth, wrong game, wrong day of the week. Uh, <laughs> and I'm playing Gua Vincente, the uh, Asamite sorceress. That's always the problem. Hi, I'm I, I, I'm playing... And uh, no wait, I'm I'm playing Sin. No wait, I'm playing Val. No wait, I'm playing. Fuck someone. <laughs> it is a Monday. You are forgiven. Uh, All uh, I can imagine cool. is like you're not wrong, and you're playing like a werewolf character, because the game's actually just gone horribly wrong. And there's now a werewolf. I mean, if you want to see a werewolf game that's gone horribly wrong, check out Thursday or Wednesday. <laughs> I will uh, never not make jokes about my character's death. <laughs> Aiden's fine. He just went to a farm upstate. Yes, he did. <laughs> so Austin will not be with us again tonight. Unfortunately, he's still not feeling well, but hopefully we'll be back with us soon. So before we begin, as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights. Eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court, watch Sandman. Yes. Anything else? Anyone else? Uh, and if you've already seen... The 10 episodes of Sandman, watch the 11th that came out on Friday. You heard it also, here. Also, House of Dragons launched this Sunday. Also, House of Dragons, it's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. Like, I was surprised. I had I had kind of low expectations despite the cast. I and will. Other than, other than the fact that, like most shows, it, the wigs are not great. Um, it's, it's Look, pretty half the cast family. has supposed to have platinum white yeah, hair. Yeah, what do you yeah. expect? Like, you know, they're all wearing wigs, so you're looking for it. And oh my, are some of them not great? <laughs> but everything else is actually really good. Vampires. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Uh, Sorry, as, I knew there's the gonna be a guide. <laughs> there's gonna be a rant. Sorry. <laughs> So, when last we left off, Marquez Moore had called to turn himself in to the Camarilla. Quickly negotiating, her, our coterie set up a meeting with him at Station 6, a seafood restaurant in the northern part of the city. And upon arriving, they decided it best to move to a neutral location at which they could not be watched. Uh, which triggered a high-speed chase through the night of New Orleans. Uh, to 
unfortunates met their ends both at head-on collisions, um, one in a much more linear fashion. Uh, regrouping back at Guire's Bayou Shack, Marquez divulged more of the information that he had been holding on to about the trucking convoys. Um, he then also elaborated that the two primogen formerly suspected, Elena Moreau and Jonathan Kellerman, are, if not working directly with the Sabbat, at least funneling information to them. And just before getting to what our coterie might call the juicier bits, Irene contra contacted Marquez and informed him that Sybil needs the two of them to meet so that further preparations can be discussed for a big ticket item that was coming into the city. Setting a time and place, Marquez looked to the group for the next step. Seeing this as their chance to invade, Guire made the decision to accompany Marquez to this meeting. Returning to Elysium for a quick chat with Simone, the plan to get rid of two bats with one stake came to mind in the form of handing over Alexander Ward to the Sabbat. With another quick trip to the home of Alexander, Cat and Simon distracted him with the announcement of Simon's diablery of the Bruja who had entered his, his shop the night before. I just remembered that. <laughs> I'm giving Jeremy horrible flashbacks. Uh, quickly staking the former keeper of Elysium, everyone traveled to the boardwalk where Marquez and Guire met Irene, Alexei, and eventually Sybil, which is where we will be picking up tonight. So Guire, beaming up at you as a small, rather adorable little girl with blood-red eyes and porcelain skin. Not a, not a, I'm surprised that you've heard the song before. Oh, I've, I've heard it around. I've been all over this town. Once or twice. I imagine there are still children singing it then. She would just sort of quietly pace around you, sort of looking you up and down. Hmm. I get the, the tall and all in crimson clad, but mm, you don't look sad to me. Time will tell. I'm very, I'm very good at hiding it. So, she will sort of nudge Alexander with her foot. What's this? A present, the Keeper of Elysium. Oh, Simone's pet. Most recent one, at the very least. She'll sort of lean down, open both of his eyes. I there. She'll stand back up. So, Marquez, nice of you to join us again. Marquez will just sort of nod and keep his eyes to the ground. So I have to ask, 
Why come to us? Well, I can't exactly burn down the entirety of Clan Tremere while working with the Camarilla, and being as I owe no allegiance to any major organization, might as well work with the ones who will actually give me that opportunity. Fair. And noble ambitions, I like it. I really like it. So, you want the entire clan burned to the ground? As much of it as I can manage. And the present is nice, and we'll get Marquez off of being... uh, Let's say punished. She would just sort of skip over the body and back over to Alexi. So this is Marquez's offering. What are you here with? My skills, to be honest. I don't offer much aside from my knowledge, what I've learned. I walk every circle, so... If you've got questions, I can probably give you some interesting answers. I have a few. I really do. Um, the main thing being, what do you know of the the princess's little meeting with the Camarilla inner circle? I know they're coming in sometime over the next week. Probably soon from all the traffic has been moving up. Everybody's getting ready for everything. People are starting to get a little panicked up in the up in the city with the act with the Sabbat activity on the rise. Somebody has been letting them know. Somebody has been letting they all know about it. That much is obvious. I think they're all looking for traitors left and right. I mean, it makes sense. You try to get rid of the rats before the the plague sets in. I don't know how well they're doing at it, considering. She says, looking down at Alexander. You know, I actually learned about the whole situation from this gentleman. And pardon me, but I actually don't know if he's one of yours. She'll crouch down and just sort of squat and look Alexander in the eyes. You know, sometimes it would have been better if you kept your mouth shut and should just sort of poke him in the nose. Was he then? (laughs) Not until recently. Oh, that poor idiot. Well, Sometimes you offer people things and they want to take them. So Mm. easier said than none. Like taking candy from a baby. Fair enough. But yeah, I learned the majority of the whole elders coming into town from hearing him talk too much. And then keeping my eyes open, learned a good deal about... The timetable mostly being very soon, as far as I can tell, and the panic rising from, well, 
everyone looking left and right for how the information got out and how the Sabbat got into the city. Well, that took some planning. A lot of liquid funds being moved around, but everything, everything worked out. Everything's going to work out. Well, I can tell the sheriff's been in a tizzy trying to stop anything that he can pull up. De I appreciate Destiny as a kindred, but uh, that boy is just three steps behind every chess move. So, you're joining us then. If you'll have me. She will make eye contact with Alexi, and there will be a few moments of them just sort of staring at each other. And she'll finally turn around and smile and just sort of pull back the sleeve of her dress and hold out her wrist. Please. I am an assassin. The ability to act independently is vital. I've taken no blood bonds from anyone in the Camarilla. I'd be a fool to start with the Sabbat. Wise. Wise. She will pull her sleeve back down. Hmm. Okay, then. Hmm. How else? How else? Mm. Oh, there's this pesky little group of people, kindred, sorry, who keep running amok and tearing up things and keep getting in my way. Take care of them. Are you hiring me for an assassination or for information? Mm -hmm. Let's start with information. I need names. I need domains. And the names of closest family members that are still living or walking. Fair. I have at least one relative that I know of is con that is connected to that group. She will. It, she's sort of been pacing and just sort of looking about, but she will snap her eyes directly to you. I don't have a direct name of the operative in the group, but I do know that a member of the organization is a Giovanni. Interesting. And from what I understand, the individual that they communicate most often with would be, and Jeremy, I need your help here. What's the one, which one is the one that you hate? Elena. <laughs> the, indi the individual they communicate most often with would be one Elena Giovanni. <coughs> Sorry. Thank you. Uh, nothing like my body trying to kill me. So... Weird. Hmm. Okay. Well, if 
I've done a lot of business with Elena. I couldn't tell you their exact relationship to Giovanni are complicated, but I do know that that's probably the most common line of communication, whether it's friendly or not. I couldn't But as far as I know, as much as the Giovanni get vitriolic, they are still family. True, true. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to find out the names, find out the information I asked for, see if there's any way you could infiltrate. Couldn't be too hard. I know I know people in this city. If I need to, I can go to Umar, get some contacts. And you're operating alone? Primarily. I picked up I picked up Marquez's contacts from hearing and everything going on. Give me as always, I forget to open a character sheet. Manipulation subterfuge. One hundred percent. Difficulty eight. Because I'm trying to get on their good side. Does Enchanting Voice bring this down to six? Yes. Sweet. I will put a willpower into this. That seems important. <laughs> Manipulation. Subterfuge. If six. Four successes. Okay. Ah! <laughs> Katie just wants to see botches because she likes chaos. No, I was like, no, I'm glad that went well. <laughs> that would be you, me for the record. You you said that and then me the chaos like, goblin. Is it is it Katie or is it just the seat? No, I'm is the, it the one seat that, that possesses Katie and John to both be like botch, botch. botch. I, I don't want to I'm the one that botches roles. I don't want Botches. <laughs> okay. I I don't. I just they are attracted to me. So with four successes, she doesn't even bat an eye. Okay. Though if you hear any news about an individual going by the moniker the knife of Baghdad, I would appreciate hearing about it. You mean Azra? She tilts her head. Now you got my attention. Oh, good. I figured there was something I could grab you with. Yes. Azra's been working with us for a number of years. Oh, no. Can I ask for some elaboration on that? Oh, uh, yes. So, I don't know who had her before me, but I ate him, so she became mine. Um, simple enough is that she, from what I gathered and what she informed me of, there's been a lot of messing with her brain. So, she doesn't remember everything. 
But what she does remember is that she was taken in the middle of the night and she's been unfortunately coerced to work for, well, unfortunate for her possibly. Um, She's been, we'll say coerced to work for our side for a while. Mm-hmm. Do you need to make a willpower roll? <laughs> I think I do. And the hilarious thing is I think my sword is still enchanted. Okay. Now you botch, right? Because my permanent willpower is... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Good. Okay. All right. All right. All right. She keeps herself cool. She keeps herself cool. Okay. Okay. There's a little bit of fist flexing, but nothing, nothing enough to draw attention toward. So I've been having her take out names within the Camarilla that won't necessarily cause waves, but will definitely cause ripples. Unfortunate to see a professional get mishandled like that. Oh, and how would you handle her? (laughs) Well, it is the big business of Clan Asamite to know how and where to bring down targets, and I have extensive experience with Asma's skill set. Interesting. You two will make quite the pair, then, I assume. No better in the business, I think. Well, then I believe your side of the business is taken care of. I want reports no later than 48 hours. See what I can do. I'll probably get something moving relatively quick. Quick stop to Umar. Talk to a couple of people inside the Camarilla. I think I can work my way inside the group that you're looking for, especially when they're going to need somebody skilled in the blade for trying to deal with any Sabbat incursions. Yes, which some of those will begin happening soon. Trust me, I'm... This will be my magnum opus. I look forward to seeing it. She sort of, like, catches herself smiling too much and composes... Alexei, he will take a few steps forward. When is it arriving tomorrow? He will reach into a pants pocket, pull out a cell phone. If everything is to be believed, then... Tracking says it should arrive tomorrow, precise, approximately midnight. He'll put his phone back. 
what groups should I have stand guard? I would say the groups from convoys one through three positioned around the causeway. We just have to make sure it gets into the city and then from there, everything will work out. Irene, Marquez, I need you to be there. And likewise, I am up for suggestions as to storage because unfortunately we're having some of the lessers complain about being forced to drive for 12 hours a day. So we need a spot to park. I mean, I will yell to the bayou. Fairly. For someone not from here, I would say, at least. Alexei sort of just shrugs. I can tell you plenty of open spaces in the bayou for that aren't so close to the river that you'll sink, but are good for, you might have to push yourself out if you got some strong folk, but it'll keep eyes away from you. Actually, that's not a bad idea. We just need somebody who's willing to stay out that way and willing to drive it back in when the time is right. Can't answer you on that one. I live out in the bayou, but I don't know if you trust me with your big whatever you're bringing in. You have a bit of my trust. You don't have enough of it. Didn't think I would. That's why I said I can't answer you for that one. I have a few people I can call. So, Miss Devil. Where should I park this precious cargo? And she will legitimately give them, like, decent spots in the bayou that'll get vehicles, like, kind of stuck. But if you're strong enough, you can just push them out. They won't sink entirely. Okay. Things, places that are out of the way. Fantastic. Alexi, do we need the former keeper of Elysium for anything? I'll pause for a moment. He was your... He was your source for inside information. So if anything, he needs us. 
Brilliant. Brilliant. So uh, sunrise is about, and she'll just sort of hold up her hand in an L. Mm, hour and 30. Just leave him till then. Oh, if you're just getting rid of him, may I have him myself? He's been nothing but an annoyance and is emblematic of many of the things that I want to kill the Tremere for. Give me a manipulation and she's kind of lying kind of not <laughs> yeah, we can expression. yeah expression will work still diff down by two yes what's the difficulty normally going to be uh, it's going to be n normal diff so four then mm-hmm Somehow that's a botch. Ah. So, no, apparently. I don't think Chaos you're getting the Chaos <laughs> Hey, it's, it's better that I botch there than when I'm trying to convince them I'm on their side. I mean, that's fair. If you it's were like, going to fuck up at any point in this conversation, this is probably the point to do it. <laughs> so, Yay. No, I don't want to risk you getting jumped by one of the Camarilla flunkies who still might be in allegiance to him. Fair enough. I was just hoping to set him on fire myself. Oh, I'll let you do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a good spot for a pie around here. She will just point to marshland. Oh, good point. Bogs. And she'll squat down beside his face again. Alexander, you were you were very fun to play with, but unfortunately you've your use has run its course. So hopefully you aren't tormented too too badly beyond the veil. I mean, you were kind to every soul that came across you, weren't you? She'll just slap his face a few times. That, like, sort of slapping. Okay. Guire, it was lovely to meet you. She will do a proper curtsy. Guire will just offer a bow. <laughs> 48 hours time mm. let's see well same place I believe I can pull that off fantastic 
Now, I suggest you go hunker down somewhere before the sun starts to rise. Very well. And she will depart. They weren't going to let her murder Alexander, so. I was going to question, weren't they going to let him set Alexander on fire in the marsh? Yeah. Okay, so here's a question. Um, vampires burning leave a very particular uh, trail, don't they? I mean, it's like burning any other body. I was I was going to ask if I could pull off a magic trick. It's very easy to have a body disappear in a bog. It's also very easy to set a bog on fire. Those don't necessarily have to be exactly the same location. You know, I want to see where this goes. <laughs> so she would very much like to, um, if possible, possibly augmenting her strength so she can get the lift on it. Uh, just um, hurl him into the bog and then just like strike a match and throw it after him into the into the thick of it and she doesn't really care if she actually lands and kills him but she's trying to like have him sink into the bog and disappear and then fire in roughly that spot give me an give me a charisma and performance difficulty 7 Let's see you pull this off. <laughs> this is when Wire gets five successes. This is, of note, you're playing with fire, so this is again where you do not want to botch. I will spend a willpower on this. Set the pier on fire. <laughs> Charisma performance. <laughs> Diff seven, you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dangerous. Three successes. Successes. Okay. Yes. Um, and then you you all from the car can see part of the bog just sort of into flames. I'm sure that's nothing to be terrified about at all. Well, I mean, it either went very well or very poorly. We'll find out. At which, at which point, from you know, standing standing next to uh, standing next to Sybil, having just hurled him into the bog and thrown a match afterwards, say la vie. She will not. Marquez will sort of slowly make his way out of the meeting with you. She will clear her throat. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> Dude, that was coming. <laughs> we are not done. Guayar and I are done. You and I still have to talk. You sort of He, behind his back, 
sort of he makes the phone symbol as he turns back around to Sybil to walk that way. Mm-hmm. Um, as Guire walks off, she very quickly and quietly texts um, Kat with find the fire, fetch the body. Bang, and here I was thinking there's the implication that you just leave Alex in the bog for eternity. <laughs> Apparently there is a body in the fire. And we have to go get it. What Guire just did was in debt Alexander Ward to herself forever. Yeah, yeah, just pretty just much. A lot. Uh... Yeah, um, uh, Cat just calmly steps out of her shoes and starts walking into the bog. <laughs> or towards uh, and then into eventually, you know what I mean. Cat, uh, Kat, you need some help in there? I did say we. <laughs> <laughs> Could you put my shoes in the car, please, before you come? And she keeps going. Well, all right. And and then, yeah, she will, uh, assuming his phone is on silent or he wouldn't have made that gesture. Yep. Uh, uh, give a call to uh, Marquez's phone and wait for him to pick up. As she walks away. It will ring twice. And you will hear very muffled uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she use her heightened perception to pick up everything she can. Yep. So go ahead and give me a uh, perception alertness difficulty eight because of the uh, circumstances, but lower it by your heightened senses. So six. Perception alertness. It's actually only one. So five, seven. Oh, seven. well then. Can I put a willpower? Put a little power into this, or is this technically reflexive? Uh, this is reflexive. Okay. I still got a success. Okay. So there is a moment, and you hear, so what exactly am I, I in trouble for? Oh, nothing really in trouble. Um, just more that you kind of slipped away without informing anyone. I told you from the beginning, you're on a leash. Now, you can continue to be on a leash and not in a cage. What did you do in the two hours you were gone? Because... We're currently missing two of our shovel heads because you decided to go gallivanting. So, where were you? 
Um, well, I had a meeting with a few people, some older friends, and then unfortunately shit went sideways. So yeah, just wanted a little bit of room to stretch my legs. It's been a month now, okay? And there's a pause and there is some conversation in a language you do not speak being spoken. Mm-hmm. Kindness has fallen upon you today. I have been convinced that you are more useful, alive rather than dead. So, the next time we catch you acting up, and you disappear to some place we don't know. I'll stake you and leave you for the sun. Do I make myself clear? Crystal. So... Where are we? We're storing it in the bayou. And then are you thinking <clears throat> heightened security, multiple shifts? Well, yes. Yes. I went at least 50. No, that's excessive. At least 20 bodies on that truck at all times. Now, let's all go get some shut-eye before the sun comes up. As delightful as it would be to see it one last time, I'm not ready for ash. So, bedtime! And there you will hear the sound of people exiting. Hope you got all that. And then a click. Yep. So I need to find Rot Shrek rules. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's not going to work. That's not what I'm looking for. Okay. Because you are walking towards active fire. Yeah. And a large one at that. The bog fires tend to like burn hot, but short. Okay. Yeah, they're not very... um... I mean, in a sense, it's not like it's a torch. Long-standing. Yeah. They tend to burn very fiercely for a very brief time because it's a bog. There's gases that catch and then everything's wet. Okay. So, waiting about 
15 minutes and it's all burnt out. Fire finally dies. And you can make your way up to the bog. Give me a perception alertness difficulty. We'll go with eight. See if you can find the body. Okay. Uh, dice per alert. How do I not have? Oh, there it is. Difficulty eight. Not only did Guire learn uh, that, uh, not I. She could she could indebt Alexander to her forever. Now she has blackmail because she knows that Alexander was an informant. That was perception alertness. Yes. Yeah. Difficulty. <clears throat> Difficulty. And then, and then back down to for the heightened. Three successes. Okay. One. So, Cat, you are a fish out of water in this environment. <laughs> yep. And Mercy, you've got a little bit of experience with these. And Simon, just out of almost sheer dumb luck, you you end up finding Alexander by kicking him in the head. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like it's also just quite possible that Simon's just like that's clothing, not like muck. And uh does anybody remember the the horrible thing that uh Alexander has now been put through? Boy is caked in mud. His eyes were also open. Uh, I mean, if his eyes were covered in mud, then at least you didn't see the fire near him. I mean, fair. Not like he could do anything. <laughs> Being staked as a bitch. <sighs> so, you have found one shish kebabbed keeper of Elysium. Simon tries to uh, no. lift him out of the bog. So you're going to try and lift him. Give me a mm, strength and athletics difficulty six, five, five. I I don't know. He's soaked. That makes him pretty heavy. Mm, No, no, you're right. That said, he's what, 105 pounds soaking wet? Yeah. So we'll go, we'll go base difficulty then. Okay, so six. I still have a success. Wow. You, you do get him up. It's not graceful, but you do get him up. I I have one dot of strength and one dot of athletics. So I was expecting that to fail in spectacular fashion. So you all just sort of see Simon walking, walking, thud. Well, hello there. And just scoop up Alexander, who is just Head to toe, a mud cake. <clears throat> You're telling me out of sheer dumb luck, you just ran your foot into the body we were looking for in this bog? Is that what you're telling me right now? It would have had to have been dumb luck, because if my foot hit his head intentionally, it would have been much harder. <laughs> I believe you. Best argument for dumb luck I ever heard. All right, let's get him up. <laughs> Simon slowly tries, like slowly tries to carry him back out the bog. Do you need some help, Simon? 
he's not that heavy, but I might not be a bad idea with like stomps and the muck. Well, I mean, time is of the essence here. I don't exactly want to get caught in the sunlight. No, if that was my concern, I would just drop him and leave him again. Inquire <laughs> tried so hard to make it look like <laughs> she we took not... care of it. <laughs> we are not screwing this up. I'll get his feet, you get his head. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> The two of you are able to, through structural engineering, get him out of the bo- of the bog and back to the hearse. I'm just going to say one thing, and I don't care which one of you does it, but if this body is going in my hearse, somebody is paying for full interior detail. Once they get out of the bog and they're actually like walking past buildings, Simon's gonna keep an eye out for like any um hose bigots. Like if any of these buildings have an exterior hose on them. Okay. Um unfortunately, no good luck. I'm going to <laughs> all right. Uh uh um cat. Pulls out her phone, opens Uber, <laughs> and is calling for an Uber. <laughs> this wait, will wait. legitimately be less expensive. Are you what gonna drain the Uber driver and take his car? No, I don't need what? to do that. I have that, fucking not a bad idea. Oh, cat. Why the hell are you calling an Uber to move a body? Just you're a lawyer. Just do me a favor and get our get our our, our keeper sickle out of sight. <sighs> while while moving the body, Simon's just like, to be fair, he's completely stock still and cold. It could just be a prop. <sighs> You know, like, the Museum of Death is like right beside my shop. Fair. It'd be a pretty legitimate place to take something that looks like a bog corpse. Guire's well, trying to circle back to the group. Well, do uh, they like have a after, drop after box? I don't think off. I don't think you just drop a donation on their doorstep. Do you have a Dropbox or something? How the hell are you going to get a body into a museum? We don't. We get it out of the car and we send the car on its way. And then we go into next door, my shop instead. It's at this point, Guire walks up. Good work. For a moment there, I thought you set him on fire out there. That's what it was meant to look like. I'm surprised you didn't actually set him on fire. Yeah. He's far more important to me alive. Yeah, good work getting the body. Now what the hell are we going to do with it to not arouse suspicion? I'll take it off your hands. 
Well, that's the saddest thing I heard in the last five minutes. Our you, transportation will be is here on in the three way. minutes. <laughs> Our transportation is on the way. If Where you are you? Think Uber would be my guest. Uh, we won't be needing it. She says she has to Alexander. Oh, if you have another plan, that that works fine too. I will cancel. <laughs> I think that's probably for the best. I feel like I should lose a humanity point for canceling an Uber, but <laughs> just I don't know. Does that count for the sin for your level? That should count as sin for any level. Yeah, you're at two humanity. That'll drop you to one. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, okay. No one's that much of a monster. But no, yeah, I will cancel the Uber then. Um, and all I can imagine just... is like you just we we could just see the car like several blocks down, just like slams their horn and turns around. The Toyota Corolla just. Takes a U-turn and goes <laughs> the other direction. Guire, Guire will um, find a nice, like, a. I want to say an underpass, but it's not really a thing in 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 uh in in New Orleans. But she's gonna find like a secluded, out of the way place that has, like, enough four walls that she could use um, uh, fucking blood magic uh, defense, defense of the sacred, sacred haven. haven to shut the light out. Okay. Um, I mean, there's the obvious. We could always get it back to Nick Cage's mausoleum. I'm trying to I'm trying to get somewhere quiet and out of the way so I can have a very personal conversation with Mr. Ward. There, Fair enough. Not too far away is sort of a shack shed shed. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, behind one of the homes in the area. Sort of abandoned. That'll do. Now y'all go on and get some rest. Sun will be up in a little bit. Very well. As far as moving from this point forward, if anybody asks, you took our keeper to, to the meeting. We weren't there. And I don't know what 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 the others may have learned in the interim, but I certainly don't know what happened after that meeting in any way, shape, or form, up to and including the throwing of people into fires. Uh, yeah, what she said. Fair enough. Uh, I'll take all the credit for the information that I learned then. It's quite all right. I was not aware there was information that could be learned. That was sort of the point of going to this meeting. I mean the information from the meeting, of course. But y'all go on and get some rest. Alexander and I are going to have a 
a late morning chat. Very well. Have fun. So the three of you pile into the hearse. Where is everybody off to for the evening? Well, the morning. Mercy's going to go back to her place. Yeah, I'll be heading home unless... Like, uh, unless Mercy drags us somewhere else. Unless there's indication that we should be elsewhere. You guys don't have any notifications on your phones. There's no prior appointments. You've got about an hour till the sun comes up. All right, back home it is. Back to the shop. Mercy will drop off um, Kat at her place and Simon at his shop and head home. What does Mercy's home look like? (laughs) Mercy just has a very nondescript um, uh, very small like cottage just a very there's not there's nothing unlike the hearse there's nothing descript about it it's just you know it's just a little two-bedroom cottage with a kitchen and a back porch and just uh not too far from um not too far from um I'm forgetting the name of the cemetery, but not too far from there. Lafitte. Lafitte. Not too far from Lafitte. Okay. So as Guire will get to your little I, I've, I've 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 hogged the entire beginning of this episode. Everyone else yeah. have any scenes you want before we get to me. <laughs> So as the three of you lay your heads down in various spots about the city. Mercy, I need a willpower roll from you. Um, (coughs) Where does that come from? Uh, if you go to the dice tab, uh, one uh-huh. of them will be a permanent willpower. What permanent willpower? Okay. Uh, this is gonna be a difficulty five. Okay. The number you said above it is your difficulty, not the number difficulty. of dice you're rolling. Okay. Here it goes. Oh, hey. Okay. Okay. So as your body shuts down and you go to sleep. You are instantly somewhere else. The smell of gunpowder and blood 
burns in your nostrils and there is a cacophony of sound everywhere. Gunfire is going off. There are people screaming in several languages. Some you know, some you don't. But the main thing that is sort of brought to your attention is in your hand is a long cavalryman's saber that is currently plunged through the neck of an individual. He's roughly five foot nine, short cropped blonde hair, blue eyes, wearing a Confederate's uniform. And as you go to remove him from your sword, he reaches into a lapel pocket and tosses a red handkerchief to the ground. And you feel the water from the Mississippi hit your face as that's where you realize you are kicking him into. The interesting sensation of warm and cold mixing on your skin between blood and water. A fierce wail pierces the night and you wake up in the morning or you wake up at sunset. What the hell was that? That Cat. felt too close. As you settle into your home, having freshly showered, uh-huh. gotten all of the <laughs> ick off. Right. Maybe shaved your head. It'll grow back tomorrow. It's fine. Yep. You settle down, you set your phone somewhere, set it to charge, Mm -hmm. and then every electronic device in your home goes off at the same time. The TV turns on, the microwave starts screaming, just every noise and notification sound you could get from anything in the house goes off. I am going to take a brief moment. I don't want to do this too, too for, for too much time because it does make me vulnerable to anything on this side. But I am going to... Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um... Oh, I don't have that one yet. That's annoying. <clears throat> gotten that one. Um, uh, 
did you want to eyes of the grave to see if there was a ghost doing it or yeah i don't have eyes of the grave though i have because that is a different isn't that a thing you normally use to see ghosts I have the graves decay. No, normally to see. I'm looking through to see where it would. Oh wait, witness of death. No, that's it. That's witness it. of death. That's the one. I was yeah. That's what threw me off. Um. So yeah, I am going to witness of death. Is this a thing being caused by a poltergeist that I can see at least? There is a blonde-haired woman sort of standing in your kitchen. Okay. As, as she sort of conducts the different devices in your house start going off again. So somebody who is familiar to me uh, not at first sight. It is a ghost, however. <laughs> yes. Excuse yes, it is me. not a not a <clears throat> physical body. Yeah. Excuse me. The, it is. The silence is deafening as everything stops, and she turns to look at you with void-filled eyes. Okay. You're trying to get my attention. You have it can I do for you? Get the other one out. This is my home. Oh, sweetie. I have some very unfortunate news for you. You see, and I take a step forward. Your home had the misfortune. Or the fortune, you could say. Of being bought by somebody. Who knows how to deal with people like you. And I'm not talking about a spiritualist or something mortal come here and I am going to uh, let me look at this um, I am going to Grab something that was in this house. Okay. That was not previously mine. Simple enough. It was almost basically fully furnished when you got it. Does this person look, are, is there styling and everything? Do they look modern or do they look old? If you had to guess, probably old. The She's wearing a white nightgown. Okay. So something old looking then, something that might have stuck around for a while. There is a there is a vase right by the front door mm -hmm. that looks old, older than shit. All right. 
I will grab it, going to hold it up. I come about to smash it. She will just sort of. What's your name? Robin. We'll see if that's accurate. Robin, um, let's see, let's see, I'm just looking at my things real quick, um, Necromancy cheats and doesn't have as much of a blood cost as Thaumaturgy does. It doesn't, but you have to have specific conditions, like, in this case. Yeah. <laughs> um... I was just imagining Cat picks up a throw pillow and yeets at the ghost. I am going to, yeah, yeah, we are going to try this. Um, I am going to uh, 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 fucking haunting. I am going to try and attach her probably even more likely than she already is to her fetter i'm assuming it's a fetter i'm going to try to physically comp- uh, 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 bind her to this vase okay not physically uh, metaphysically that will take that but will... it's a uh spend a blood point and i'm scrolling manipulation occult versus their willpower points if resisted. I'm assuming this will be resisted to yes. a minimum of four. Uh plus one because it's in the it's I'm putting them in an object. Okay. Um a minimum five. So yeah, minimum five. Is <coughs> willpower greater than four? Uh yes. Okay. So you're looking at six. Div- her willpower is six, or the because it's plus one from her willpower. No, your total difficulty will be six. Okay. Um, willpower five. So this is. Do I have this one in here yet? I do not. I did not put it in here, so we'll put it in now. Uh, haunting, manipulation, occult. Difficulty six. Um, do have one willpower again because I good because we got one back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna fucking spend that willpower point um, okay. because I am not in the mood to be fucked with right now. So, well, I'm glad I spent the willpower. <laughs> so it's just a failure. I would have been just a failure regardless because I did roll a sub. But does it feel like it was it does does it feel like it was even had a chance of success? AKA is the name correct? Yes. Okay. So mm. So you're you're an unruly one, aren't you? All right. We'll deal with you. Fairly, then. You have caught me in a very poor mood. But I am nothing if not a lot more more fair 
than the rest of my family. I'll make you a deal. You leave me alone. And I will not rip your soul to pieces and send you to oblivion at some point. Starting with the destruction of this. If you don't think I can find out everything that is important to you and destroy it piece by piece, and there is very little you can do for me to me except annoy me, you have another thing coming. I will, assuming you behave, transplant you to somewhere where you can live ghost-free, perfectly content. Well, as content as you are. And I will not chain you to do my bidding or destroy you, which is normally what my family would do. How does that sound? These terms are amenable. I will set the vase down. All right. Now you're having problems with the current ghost. I'm assuming that you are speaking about my, uh, what's his fucking name? I'm assuming you're talking about Walter. Or did we bring another one in here because of the dead body? I've been busy. I haven't had a chance to check. Walter, you call him? That is his name. Did you not bother to get the name of the person before you went on a childish rampage? Oh, him. I have no problem with. Oh, it's the other one. Yes. I don't have a lot of use for him. I will get him out. Now is not convenient for me, but within the next day, I will deal with that. She will nod. And then everything will shut off. Okay. Thank you. Blink a couple of times. Get back to the real world. In ghosts. And just go back. Get ready to, 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 to pass out. <clears throat> now all I can imagine is this ghost and Walter is just like trying to have tea in a nice conversation. And the new guy just screaming across the room. Probably something like that, to be honest. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ghosts are territorial people. Who invited the new guy? Simon, when you get back to your shop, um there better not be another damn brew hall. No. You you walk in as your uh remaining 
manager is flipping the clothes sign. Oh, boss, sorry. He'll rub his eyes. I just wanted to uh, hop home for a couple hours before opening back up. I assume no, no. eventful evening. Always. Better than the other night, at least. Yeah. But yes, go, go sleep. It'd be a shame to slip up and like end up bleeding on something or isn't the other manager still here just a ghoul yes yeah it's what one point one blood point a day or something like that until they're not no it's a month okay after 30 days so as long as you don't feed them any blood for another 30 days everything should be okay as long as Emma doesn't have a reason to just easier to make a ghoul than find a new retainer. He will nod and uh, be on his way. Oh, by the way, um, you have a special order um, slip. I left it on your desk. All right. Uh, he shuts the door with the the bell going off. You are left alone in your shop. Simon. Simon goes and looks at the special order slip. You have an order uh, from one Simone LaRue for a suit jacket. Uh, There are some provided measurements uh, with the small postscript of, if you need to remeasure me, please reach out. Um, The, she, she says to, she wants you to have artistic freedom from one artist to another. Her preferred colors are blue, gold, red and silver but she does not want that to hamper your process and enclosed behind that is a blank check so i assume what what would Simon do at this at this exact point? What does Simon know of Simone? Um, like her like her history. Roll me. Wits and Streetwise. You are going specifically after her. Her history and her past. Um, Difficulty eight. It's like... Because Simon... 
Simon's probably only met her a handful of times, right? Right. Since he doesn't frequent Elysium or anything. Um. Could I argue status helps this? Yes. So add my status dots to this then? Uh, no, you'll... S I think you subtract by hers, right? Uh, I think it's, yeah, your dots of status subtract the difficulty of any roles to know things about you, I believe. But let me double check that. I was thinking Simon's thoughts and status. Vampire the Masquerade. Like he's he's anniversary. been associated with the higher ranking people to have heard more. And blah, 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 backgrounds. Status, there we are. Uh, a high status in camera is not transferred to spots. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, You may have occasion to roll your status in conjunction with a social trait. This reflects positive effects of your prestige. So yeah, it would theoretically add his status to knowing things for his prestige if he wanted to. Okay, so yeah, you can add your... You can lower it by your status. Fame is the thing that makes it easier for other people to know you. Okay. Does Simone have fame? <laughs> uh, weirdly um, enough, that is not one of the stats. The backgrounds I gave her. One success. One success. Um, Simone came from France in... She originally came in the great migration that happened. Ellis Island and all that. Um, she's been around the Americas. And even did a bit of time in South America. But she finally settled here in, after the F Second World War. And she's been prince ever since. And trying to think what else you would know. Obviously, she's a painter. One of the things that is often told about her human life is that she did illustrations in Bibles. One of the few jobs that women could have in the Middle Ages. And one of the few jobs that got her access to a paintbrush. Does Simon know how old she is? Uh, yeah, she has been not exact age, but uh, it has definitely been talked about that she is. Ah, she just turned two hundred last year, or not two hundred, five hundred last year. Okay. So, 
Simon would start like sketching out like ideas for a suit jacket. Okay. Bringing particular um, elements from like. Actually, would Simon know what her opinion was of the French nobility? Um. Yeah. Anybody who has that sort of job was not uh, wealthy. And uh, the the average opinion of French nobles has persisted throughout most of time, as far as I am aware. It, well, I mean, it really varies because, like, like it, it builds up in a periods before kind of getting reset, and then... Well, she wasn't in the time of... Uh, the great big choppy chop, but other than that, I think, you know, she doesn't really enjoy them or didn't really enjoy them. Okay. Um, because I mean, like, the French peasants probably at no point particularly looked up to them, but it wasn't like absolute hatred in their eyes whenever they seen. Right. Um, in that case. In the suit jacket, Simon's going to also work in um, aspects of, like, Renaissance styles. Okay. Like, bring... Give it this sort of classical feel. <coughs> very simple. Like, modern. Like, bidding to be, like, in front of crowds of people as the one in charge. Like, not even, like, uh, just as the prince of a city, but, like, um, like, she would have, like, she would have the air of being, like, part of the inner circle itself, sort of. Okay, we will, um, you hold on to that, and we will have you do the actual crafting role when you set actual, uh, needle to thread but so simon mocks up this while like does does the sketching for it and while he's doing the sketching thinking about like particular fabrics that either he already has on hand or he knows another shop in town would have and then before it gets too far into the day Take some sleep. Okay. Guire, you have pushed Alexander Ward into a, sh- a shed in the middle of New Orleans. She'll take some time, perform the uh, suspended blood point, and perform the defense of the sacred haven. Okay. Success. All you. <clears throat> and then she'll clean some of the grime off of Alexander, uh, open his eyes, especially, and, and check and see if they're still dilated from Rot Shrek or if he's either A, recovered or B, didn't catch it. Um, As far as you can tell, his pupils look normal. <sighs> uh, I would be, uh, she'd be aware. Um, 
people who've been staked can still like sense. Yeah. Yes. So she'll just very just sort of like casually kneel down next to him and sort of wipe one of her knives off as she talks at him while he's still staked. So before I let you loose from your paralysis and we have a nice long conversation, there's a few things I want you to understand, my dear Alexander. For one, don't even begin to start getting uppity about the opinion of the prince because the prince is the one who gave me to you to use as bait. She was all but ready to throw you to the wolves if it might slow or even halt the oncoming Sabbat assault. So the fact that you still exist is entirely by my good graces. Second, now I know that you've been informing for the Sabbat. So that's just one more thing that I have on you. And if you want to save this city so that you can one day go back to living your simple life of arranging Elysium and being snide at the woman who knows more than a dozen ways to pick you apart, we're going to have to work together. Are we clear? She says that she takes a stake out. He sort of Mm. Lock size with you. Fine. So we're gonna have a chat. Sun's about to go up anyway. You ain't gonna have time to get anywhere safe. But there's a few things we need to learn. You need to not be seen until this is all done. Because quite frankly, if she, if Sybil or anyone else finds out that you didn't die in that conflagration as I made it look like, everything goes to hell. Second, I need to know what your clan did with my wife. I can help you with the first one. I can lay low and do my best to not be seen. As for Azra, was it? Yes. I can't say to what my brethren have done to her mind. But if it was us, especially those who work for Cain's sword, going to be hard to undo and that's why i'm gonna need your help 
How can I be of service? I need knowledge. You and your chantries have all the histories of thaumaturgy, everything you've ever done over the centuries, and I know this started in this city. So there's got to be some record of what was done to her, even if it's just a ritual receipt. That's all well and good, but one problem. I can't go to a chantry. No. But you know the ways in, and you know the people who can get access to it. That is true. Fine. I'll work with you. So, I can give you a few names that might help and give you the layout of the chantry. Good. You know, I really don't want all of the Tremere to die. Just a very select few who felt the need to, at first I thought kill, but apparently kidnap and brainwash my wife over a slight ancient enough that it had been done before she had even sired me. Well, it seems as I'm not one of them. No, you're just a bit of an asshole. That I'll own up to. <laughs> I think we can get along, the two of us. And if we pull this off and save the city, your reputation will be so much the better for it. Where do we start? Well, for now, we get some sleep. There's no time to do anything while the sun's about to rise. And in the morning, we start in the evening, we start picking apart these plans. Okay. So you go to sleep. The three of you who have not yet, I am not foolish enough to go to sleep without using Wakelet Evening's freshness. <laughs> there we go. I was just half waiting for like the conversation to take so long that the sun comes up and because of Guire's flaw just clonks out mid-sentence. The next, the sun sets on another evening in New Orleans as a newscast goes over the radio. Crime rates on the rise in New Orleans this past week as a multiple body incident occurred at the, on the shores of Lake Pontchartrain. The rise in this <coughs> report is up 35% from last year during the time. And theft is happening at a rampant rate. As much as it is fun to be in 
all spirits in Carnival, I advise each and every one of you to seek shelter and be wise when the sun sets. So Mercy, you are the first to awake from your nightmare, memory. You'll figure it out eventually. A <laughs> little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, it's... She just kind of she she takes she takes out a journal and she writes down what she can't remember um which is pretty much everything um with a because she doesn't know if it's a dream she doesn't know if it's memory but she's not taking the chance that she's going to write it down uh there's a few other uh in this journal there's not very many uh entries but she's got a few other uh entries that she's trying to piece together um any consistencies and you know for for somebody who's you know very dead she's breathing very hard um and just waiting for uh waiting for a text, waiting for a phone call. She really wants a distraction at this point uh, because whatever that memory was, whatever that dream was, it was too... She doesn't have... With everything else that's going on, she it's like, I, I, I just can't do this right now. I just can't do this right now like so she's she's puttering around like almost begging for the almost begging for the phone to ring and have somebody give her a distraction okay Maguire I forget you're the next to rise because of your no, no, it's harder for you to to wake uh, up. So it, yeah, it's it's harder for me to wake up uh, until the sun is down. I like especially, uh, but wake with evening's freshness immediately snaps me awake if any danger arises while I'm asleep. Okay, so it's Simon that has the early riser. Yeah. Then okay, Simon's early riser. You will be the next one to awake. Then uh, you can hear your two managers hustling and bustling getting certain things in order um they're currently working on the outfits for a uh carnival parade that is supposed to go off within the next couple of days and they are rush doing 36 outfits in the next two nights oh as you Enter the shop. Oh, boss. Good to uh good to see you. You you got the the thing? Yes. Okay, awesome. Fantastic. I don't know anybody who walks in and leaves a blank check, but he did. Whatever. 
the order, this order is for the um, highest of my kind in the city. Oh, so you're going to be handling that one personally? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, number one, don't fuck up the good merchandise. <laughs> Simon gives out a um, amused, but it's it does sound kind of fake laugh that they're probably used to. Mm-hmm. This is how a human would respond. Not even that. This is like a trained response from when he was human. Simon makes no real attempt to seem human. You laugh at the you laugh at the expression of sarcasm. That's how yes. that works. Yes. And it's like but to that extent I shouldn't we shouldn't be in each other's ways too much unless I need one of you guys to fetch fabrics. Noted. Okay. Um, are you sticking around the shop tonight, or are you... Unless I get called out. Okay. But I have not been such yet. So, how's the, how's the carnival parade outfits going for you guys? Well, um, other than the few that we had to uh, let out, which was unfortunate because we ran out of the purple that they requested um i have rick running down a a few different fabric purveyors to try and get it he had to leave the city should be back within the next hour or two so okay traffic and weather permitting yes all right. Well, we have plenty to do. Okay. And Simon will like step into like the more like private sewing areas. That'd be like because there'd be an area set aside for um that would have a work table and oh yeah, like he a, has his own space. Yeah. Well, not even just that. There'd be a private area for um. Because when you're doing bespoke stuff, there's frequently, like, it's not uncommon to have to have someone test fit stuff. And so if, like, Simon knows someone's going to, like, there's a space for that and has the work air, has a work area for it. So he steps into one of those rooms and brings in a dress form and gets it adjusted. Starts fetching fabrics and busying himself. And one of those adjustable dress forms that has like ratchets where you can slide all the dimensions out to match the Oh, uh, they're, they're beautiful. Yep. As as adjustable of one as Simon could possibly find. Okay. Can't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you awaken. Um your yay willpower point back. Yes, everybody get a willpower point back and lose a point of blood. My apologies. Yep. I have one again. <laughs> uh, don't worry, you'll have two by the end of the episode. Yep, 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 yep. It's fine. So as you pick up your phone to check the time, there is a big news bulletin 
reiterating the newscast that you mm-hmm. group text thread. Assume everybody's seen the news. And I will just I will just grab a grab a grab like the local the local CBS affiliates uh article on it and just throw it in the group chat. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, this is, this is me typing. As far as I'm concerned, this is not we've given the proper information to the people who need to take care of it, and they aren't. But get ready to be yelled at, because this will somehow be our fault, I'm sure. That's it. After getting the um, news article, Simon responds, have not. (laughs) (laughs) Have now. Vaguely. <laughs> Simon does not bother to read the article. to herself. <laughs> Fucking millennials. Um. <laughs> Simon's not that young. No. He might, he might even be older than... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But she's talking about a mindset. Not a, not a physical age. Because generation is you might be a millennial from the last millennium. (laughs) This is also true. (laughs) Simon's not a really old millennial. Yeah, to be really old. Because keep in mind, the millennium is two thousand. We're only in twenty twenty two. Factually, regardless, generation is not about age; it is about mindset. Oh, and you know how how close to Kane you are. Well, well, yes. (laughs) Also that. I'm in. I'm in a second gen state of mind. <laughs> All I get, I'm in a second gen state of mind. Glob, glob, glob. <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. State of mind. Uh, I, but yes, I could do that. <laughs> it will just get sent back. Read it as if your unlife depends upon the details. Send, because it does. Send. Simon will take a picture like of the order, like of the top of the order. That's like custom order. Simone. No, I'm pretty sure this might have more bearing on my life. Mercy just text back, seen it, read it. Good evening to you too, cat. Sarcasm. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Guire, it's at this point you wake up to the random volley of texts going on. Guire looks at it for a minute, leaves it on red, and then (laughs) (laughs) leaves it on red for a bit and then looks over to see if Alexander's getting up already. Uh, He is awake and leaned against the wall. (sighs) All right. We got work to do. And exactly what are you going to tell your friends? 
aren't you supposed to be busying yourself with then you'll just sort of gesture <laughs> yeah uh, well, information's got to get disseminated first, and the import of not acting on it immediately to preserve our cover has to be impressed upon people. So first, it's got to be a trip to Elysium. You don't happen to know where it's going to be set tonight, do you? As the keeper? I believe the schedule has it back at the Art Museum. Thank you very much. I can get those layouts for the chantry. I might have to send someone else in, or well, frankly, it's probably safer if I do it myself. But and how many nights do you plan on keeping me locked up here? You can go wherever you want, just don't be seen, or everyone dies. Clearly, he should go to Simon's shop and get some fancy new clothes for his um, revival in a few days. If you want to visit Mr. DeLuca after we're done here, you can probably hang out at his shop and not be seen for a bit. Get some new clothes, replace all that muck. He would just sort of glare at you. <laughs> Trying to be nice. Are you, though? I think I might take you up on that offer. And head to the quarter. Just try not to be seen. He'll nod. He will also rattle off his cell phone number. Mm -hmm. She'll take it down. Give me those contacts and give me that layout. I'm going to have to figure out what I can find out from the Chantry. As soon as I possibly can. I'm being serious with you. The least you can do is cut the sarcasm. Fine. I will... So Return the information to you post-haste. Thank you very much. So, Prissy, you think he was a venture? <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> At which point, uh, she will then send across the text to everyone. We need to meet back at Elysium. There's important information to pass along. It's back at the art museum, so I'm told. Does it have to be at Elysium? The prince needs to know information. So unless someone's got a line to get her somewhere other than Elysium. Dropping, yes, the, no, line, let's... dropping the line for... <laughs> yeah. So, so Simon will be like... Could possibly get her to my shop. I will send back, yes, no. Let's not take the prince out of the heavily protected area 
well the sabbat are um a foot a foot and potentially in a position to strike to be fair if they kill the prince before their big plans then chances are the inner circle wouldn't show up and that would completely ruin it true but if they kidnap the prince kill all of us and blood bond her Or even just kidnap her along the way and then blood bond her. Then we become the fall people. Either way, the important thing is the prince needs to know what I learned last night and so do all of you because we need to act on it quietly. All right, all right. All I'm right. going. Do we need to be careful about how about being seen entering Elysium? Yes. All right. We have confirmation that both of our suspected targets are indeed information brokers, as are likely a couple of other people in Elysium. Oh, wonderful. How do you suggest we go about this quietly? Separately, for one. No one arrive in a group. And make sure you got business there. Simon, sounds like you've already got an in to go and to go and be go walking about. Everybody else needs a reason to be there that isn't something to do with this investigation. All right. Make something up if you need to. Where where did you say it is? Back at the art museum. And that's how far from from a little, little bit of a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need to? Drive until you're about a block away and then split up. If I recall correctly, it's not super far because I think most of your like like your shop is on Esplanade, isn't it? My shop is on Dolphin. Yeah. Dolphin, oh yeah. So it's kind of the Kind of in the walking, corner. I am not. I am not traveling by myself in the current situation with Mardi Gras happening, meaning that there are people literally everywhere, and the Sabbat in town. Like I said, okay. if you need to drive until you're about a block away and then split out the rest of the way, that's Just smart don't exception. show up in a group. Cat, I'll pick you up. Thank we'll park. You. We'll park a few blocks down. You you get going, and I'll follow you. All right. After twenty minutes. Okay. Works for me. Two questions. Simon will text, like just directly text Cat. 
Can Dominate put someone to sleep? Possibly. All right. <clears throat> and actually, no, one of them, one of, one of my retainers apparently ha has the capability of driving. Yes. So Simon will get one of his retainers and they'll both drive up there very much making a um not so much a show of like yeah we like this is like if anyone looks this clearly looks like i am here for work like I'm bringing, here's, my, I'm bringing my materials i'm bringing my measuring tools i have my assistant to take notes and hold stuff Measuring tape around the net. Yeah, he, uh, he 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 looks absolutely thrilled. Are you bringing the ghoul one or the other one? Whichever one's capable of driving. The ghoul one. <laughs> okay. Either way, the intent here is the um, dominate them to sleep so they don't like aren't aware of any of the actual conversation that happens. And then also she'll send. Also, Simon, you're probably going to have a guest who needs to lay low and probably needs some new clothes because the current ones are covered in mud. All right. Do you know when he should be here? Look over. Alexander, when are you planning to head out? Uh, as soon as you exit that door. Heading there in just a minute. Are you still up at, like, the north end of town? Yep. It's going to be yep. a walk. I would recommend just having one of your retainers keep an eye out. Yeah, that that would make sounds like the best plan, because otherwise I wouldn't be getting to Elysium until quite a bit later. Sounds like a plan. And Wire just walks out, disappears into the night, on her, and gets onto her motorcycle and rides to Elysium. Trying to figure out who would get there first. Probably Guire, because Guire is able to go straight there. Simon would it would take a couple of minutes, like get the ghoul and like. Grab these couple of materials, grab the sketchbook, grab the measuring tape, and then is able to go straight there. And then Mercy has to go get Cat and then there. So I have a question for the storyteller about quietness. Yes. Uh, so the specifics of the power says that it maintains a 20-foot radius of utter stillness around the kindred for an hour. Could I reduce that radius? Hmm.
It doesn't say that you can, but I would say I'm going to house rule it. If you want to spend an extra blood point, you can control the the size. Yeah, I want I want to I, basically her plan is she wants to localize uh silence of death on herself so that she can quietly make her way into Elysium without being spotted by anyone. Okay. Yeah. Um I'll I'll let you do that for two blood points. Me. Two blood spent. So you slip into Elysium without anybody anybody being any of the wiser. Yeah. And will make her way to the prince. Okay. Um, Simon's taking a minute to get everything, everything together. Mercy, Cat, you'll arrive next. So Cat's going in first. Yep. Okay. You make your way in. Yep. You're not even stopped at this point. You're just sort of noticed. Give some smiles. Just make my way right in. Casually mingle a little bit. Keeping hyper aware of people that are around me. Keep an eye out for any of us. Or a signal that it is time to go to X point at. So we can get together. So about 20 minutes of schmoozing later. Mercy shows up. And not too far behind Mercy is Simon and another individual carrying a bunch of stuff. Like Simon just walks with purpose to the door and stops and asks, like, do you know where the prince is? He will give you... Sorry. He will give you directions to a certain wing of the museum that she is currently in. Fantastic, thank you. And or should currently be in. Fantastic, thank you. And like walks with purpose through. Okay. Who is giving the signal? Um, Guire's intent is to try and locate the prince and just try and get the prince to I need a clear room and I need your seneschal to gather the other three. Done. She will find you a room and she will fire off a quick text message with the other hand. I assume this is bad news. Oh, it's critical news and very dangerous. She will hop up onto a desk that is in the room. 
Cat, you are approached by a familiar face okay. of Guillaume, the Seneschal that you spoke to a few nights ago. All right. Guillaume? Miss Giovanni. Yes. What can I do for you? I do believe the prince requires your attendance. Of course. And I will, whoever I'm with, excuse me a moment. I'm, apologies. And then I will go on. He will lead you to a small, almost looks like this is probably an office. And inside are Guayar and Simone, who is sitting crisscross applesauce on top of the desk. Everyone? Simone will nod. The door will shut behind you. Yep. Mercy. Yes. You are approached by a tall, blonde gentleman. Who you recognize as Gilliam. May I help you? Well, I think you might. I do believe the prince requires your attendance. I'll be there shortly. Can you show me the way? He will take you for a small walk. And Simon, you are being led there by one of the guards. The four of you, well, five of you, one very wide-eyed human. Uh, or or sort of... It's not the worst of this one scene. This is the one that got attacked. Yeah. You are all ushered into this small office. <laughs> all right. So, first before first. we say anything, can we put this one to sleep? Pointing to the ghoul. Uh, what now? It should be relatively harmless, but we want as few people to overhear as possible at this moment. Who is this exactly? This is my assistant. They're already well aware of Kindred. They're the ones that got attacked the other night by a Bruja. And also makes for a very good cover to come in with purpose. <sighs> you all hear a thud as the, the ghouled assistant just slams to the ground. Fantastic. You were saying, Guire. And you see Simone just sort of put her hand down after the Jedi mind wave. So, first things first. As far as anyone outside this room is concerned, I've turned my coat and am serving with the kiss with the sabat at the moment. All right. And? Secondly, I've got a shitload of bad information. Um, First let's off, have it. 
the big, bad, dangerous thing that I can only assume is the coffin which holds an antediluvian or some kind of incredibly dangerous creature is coming in tonight at midnight across the causeway, escorted by no less than three convoys. Great. <sighs> Second thing. They're going to be parked in the bayou in positions that I specifically gave them to be out of the way in spots that are difficult to get in and out of. You have to push, but won't sink. So they'll be positioned in the bayou in those, in those locations, which will rattle off in different spots. Can't act on that until we're ready to make a final move because the instant they find out that we know where they're parked, they'll know it was me because I gave them those spots. Understood. What else? Third, Alexander's alive. So that's useful. Pulled him out of the fire. All right. I should be getting a text sometime when he shows up. And she'll just sort of like go down the list of everything that she learned from that conversation. Uh, you know, where they're going, how many of them there are, what the current like what the current plans are as far as she can tell, who's how many people are going to be guarding the big bad box. And when she's expected to report back in 72 hours with information on the investigation group. Wasn't that 48 hours? It was 48, 48, 48 hours. 48, yeah, 48 okay. hours. <laughs> Simone will let out an exaggerated sigh. She'll give the full, like, physical confirmation of Sybil being the little girl with the creepy eyes and uh, Alexi being the tall guy with the, with the tattoos. Does... Does Guire say anything about uh, Elena? Uh, yeah, she'll, she'll she'll cover that. I had to give small bits of information that are relevant, um, and uh, to try and to try and solidify my cover, I hinted that I had some information on the investigation party at the beginning, and. Uh, when I hinted that at least one of the investigators was a Giovanni and said that they were connected to Elena specifically, she acted like Elena was someone that she's been doing business with. Sounds like Elena. <laughs> if... So Go ahead. Uh, Prince, if it would be this is your city, obviously your 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 domain. Um but <coughs> matters being what they are, Elena has clearly made a choice that goes beyond staying out of the out of the war between you two sets. 
I'm certain that the clan would prefer to handle it as an internal issue and make sure it's no longer a threat to you because she's harming our reputation for staying out of things. Would that be possible? As long as it is properly handled, yes. I can guarantee you it will be properly handled. I'm not going to try to insult you with some suggestion that just as I am working with you, we have never we have never done very basic things with the other sect within their own territories. This is crossing the line, and I'm certain that my elders will see it the same way. I know your family prides themselves on neutrality. So that definitely shines a light on things. Perfect. I will... As soon as we are done here, obviously. Additionally, um, Sybil seemed very familiar with most of the people in this city. Do you have any idea who the hell she is, Simone? She sort of... She spoke about Destiny as someone who she respected but was a little slow. If it would help, Kat and Guire have seen her, and I can sketch out her face from their description. Yes. She will gesture to you to to draw. I will give a verbal description. Yeah. So that she hears that while it's being drawn. So she can already start start searching her memory for potential. Obviously powerful, La Sombra, or at least has La Sombra abilities. Very young, child, childlike voice, but not a child. Oh, but yeah, Simon. go through all of the details of physical. Yeah. And Guire will help point out any extra details, having literally been in face-to-face conversation with her for a while. Go ahead and give me a dexterity and crafts roll difficulty five from the help you're receiving. Four successes. Four successes. You render a damn good uh, likeness. And turns it over to Simone. She sort of stares at it a few minutes. And sort of squints her eyes, shakes her head. Can I get a perception? Uh, empathy, <laughs> subterfuge, whatever. I want to see if it, it, I probably won't succeed. This is an Aiden, but I want to see if perception I can empathy. pick up 
Okay. Difficulty eight. Okay. One. Yeah, it's a success. Yep. Um, from what you can tell, it looks like she's trying to piece together something she doesn't have all of the pieces for. Okay. Like she knows she should know this person. Okay. But it's not like a oh, I know this person, I have to keep it quiet, kind of thing. right. Okay. No. She is not familiar. She is okay. traveling with, and we already have a picture of him. Yeah, we have a we have an artwork of Alexi. So artwork like, of him, yeah. Alexi Ventru. It's like if if Simon has the artwork, he'll get it out. If not, he'll recreate it. Yeah, no, she'll just. I think I probably still have it on. On your phone, yeah. My phone. On phone. I'll just blow up and point and and show her. We're guessing at least four hundred years old, based on the the date of this painting. She'll look at it. She'll blink a few times, sort of shake her head. Now, this one seems familiar. In any event, they're both here and causing trouble. Also, most importantly to me personally, a sort of fundamental problem. They have my wife under mind control of some kind, created by the Tremere and now taken over by Sybil. I'm sorry, say that again. I'm really surprised you didn't kill kill him now. Just enough of a rage. There's too much that's important right now. That is fair. Believe me, I wanted to. Devil of New Orleans still knows when to strike. So the knife of the knife of Baghdad, which is an assassination name you might have been hearing lately as they kill small, seemingly unimportant targets to cause ripples, is my wife, my sire, Azra, under the control of Sybil. Simone. Yes. This I realize you may be hesitant to reveal this information. But I'm going to ask anyways, and here's the reason I'm going to ask. Whoever this, whoever Alexi and Sybil are, other than Sabat, they have put a level of time and effort into this that has to be years in the making. They have reached out to members of, 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 the New Orleans community who are not within the Camarilla, they have turned people 
who are within the Camarilla one way or another. They have been working at this for some time. That means they were, this is not an opportunistic maneuver because the inner circle is coming here. Why is the inner circle coming here? And she'll open her mouth and then close it. I don't know. You don't know as in they haven't told you or you don't know as in you think you should have known and now you suddenly realize that you don't. The latter. Are we 100% certain that they are coming here? Are there people that within their structure that you can reach out to to confirm this information? Yes, that I can do. Because it almost seems to me this is a lot of work that has been done, and particularly recently, for them to just happen to have done it at this time. But at the same token, if they were trying to do it to reach the inner circle, then to have put this much work in this much time. They would have had to know this was coming. They would have had to advance. know this was coming. And it doesn't sound like it was a long time scheduled thing. Something very much does not add up here. There's one thing that does still remain as an explanation. The Crimson Mask and Jonathan Kellerman are confirmed to be giving information to the Sabbat. Jonathan Kellerman is a prophet. During Kat's line of questioning, Simon would have activated our perception. Uh, surprisingly, Simone is... Well, I need your... What's an empathy? Difficulty eight. And then minus two for heightened senses on a perception. Four successes. Uh, surprisingly... She has remained light blue the majority of this conversation. Meaning she has been calm. Okay, but there's like no hints of like magic flaring up as like she's trying to remember stuff that she should remember, but um that's what it sounds like to me. Like somebody was was manipulated into setting this up and then forced to forget. If you had been doing that during the conversation, there it would, would it would have been after when she said that um she should recognize the second one. Uh there will be sparks of 
dark blue, which is suspicious. And every once in a while, a modeling of shifting colors or confusion. Okay. None of the myriad sparkles in the aura of magic use going on? No. To be fair, like, domination and shit like that doesn't necessarily... Yeah. It was much more to see if it was, like, blood magic or... Yeah. Like, some type of thaumaturgy on her. But then it goes back down to the light blue of calm. Depending on how long in advance Jonathan Kellerman's had this prophecy, that might have been all the time they needed to prepare. Well, the inner circle meets every 13 years. So they establish where they're going to be meeting that far in advance. This is the first time it has not been held in Venice. What caused that change? Had to be a reason for that. An almost citywide masquerade breach. In Venice? In Venice. In Venice. When? 13 years ago. At the last the meeting of the council. So they probably decided it, more than likely decided it then. Yes. When did they settle on New Orleans then? I was informed roughly six months ago. Seems they decided like six, six months, months ago? It seems like more than six months worth of work. But it's not outside the realm of possibility. When did your excuse me for being for being very targeted on this squire, but when did your wife vanish? <laughs> Over a hundred years. So that's just an asset that they brought into play here. Okay. That's opportunistic. That's not. I assume they haven't been planning this for a century. I hope not. Unless they coordinated the citywide breach of the masquerade. Oh, I'm when sure the, they did. Turn, was... Like, back to Simone, like, when were the primogens informed? Because, like, like, being the main people, I'm sure they would have been told early. Sorry, almost early a century ago. It was 1945. I apologize. My memory tonight seems to be foggy. Um, it was a year ago I was informed. Six months ago is when I told Supreme Jin. Okay. We know anything of 
the Crimson Mask or Kellerman's whereabouts at the moment. Not off the top of my head. She will fire a couple of text messages off. Seems to me like we should be keeping tabs. So what do the four of you believe is the next step? Quite frankly, whatever Methuselah or whatever it is that they're bringing needs to be left out for the sun. Yeah, I'd say the convoy is definitely a priority and whatever comes with it. But we are not in a position to take on Sybil. No. In any stretch. Not. Pro even the four of us probably would not even be in a position to take on Alexi, much less Sybil. Much less whatever monstrosity that they're bringing in. Okay, so not the convoy. Well, no, we should... We want to take the convoy away from them. So that's good. That's definitely a, a, a must-do. If we can I, get to it before Sybil and Alexi do. Am I driving another truck into the Mississippi? Get some ghouls to fly a plane over in the middle of the day and drop five incendiaries. No, this... Because that, that's not going to attract attention. I think... I think we need to get a hold of this truck before they do and get what we're not driving this driving whatever is in that into the into the gulf they'll just get it out that's we'll have true. to find a way to destroy it if that's even possible because it contain it, as we have discussed there's a possibility it contains something that technically your organization doesn't even acknowledge exists at this point I think an important point at this moment is the concern of information. Because we've had this conversation, and I apologize. Um, what's to stop whatever is affecting our prince's memory from trying to get a hold of this information that we've shared tonight? And then just making her forget that she shared it. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. At the very least, whatever that thing is does not appear to be able to pass that information along to Sybil because she had asked me about the prince's whereabouts and activities. For clarity here, who was it? The Kellerman and who was the other one? The Crimson Mask, the Toreador Primogen. Yes. Are you close with the Toreador Primogen? She is like a sister. Oh shit. I hate to I hate to cast dispersions on somebody who's a sister. Choose your next That said I can carefully. relate. I understand. Another concern is but Kellerman. I... Kellerman might not be doing it intentionally. 
He is a very He's a Malkavian. not lucid Malkavian. And he might just be things might just be slipping into the madness network, so to speak. Simone, I am not saying this in a way to cast to try and turn you against anybody. But with as much as stake as a possible, you have to consider the possibility. And again, I understand complicated sibling-style dynamics. I refer you to Elena. But if somebody is getting somebody close enough to you to mess with your memory, it would have to be somebody you trust implicitly. I'm not saying it's her. I'm not saying that you should, I don't know, throw out a blood hunter, whatever it is that you would do if this was not someone who was like a sister to you. But you do need to consider this possibility. And can I interject and just say on a personal note, I'm also a little weary because she threatened my life the last time we were here. Simone will just sort of look at you in confusion. Over something you didn't remember, right? Correct. She called me a a name I don't remember. She accused me of something I didn't remember. And then threatened my life if I showed my face again and she saw me. Mercy, how much do you not remember about your life? Um, I don't remember before I was turned. When was uh, that? I don't I don't remember. All I know is I've been in New Orleans since around the 1850s. That's all I can tell you. What are the odds that whatever you did to anger her was from your mortal life? How old is she? Elena is a little under 300 years old. So it's possible. There is a chronological possibility at the very least. If it's not digging up old wounds, what was the name she accused you of being called of? She called me Delilah. Guire looks to see if Simone recognizes that yep. name at all. Simone sits up straight.
Delilah killed Helena's sire. She left his body in the Mississippi. Was Delilah at the time mortal or not? Okay. I am my my prince. I'm being incredibly honest here. I truly, I I truly do not know. I'm not trying to play coy. She thinks I'm trying to play coy. I I I truly do not know what is going on. She'll hold up her hand. It's okay. It's it's okay. I will confess to being, and if this is not anything that is related or relevant, I am fine with that and ready to ready to quickly move on from this. But with all this talk of memories being missing and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I am intensely curious as to how the mortal who killed the sire of who is now the Tory Primogen ended up becoming a member of that same clan. That was my question. Does anybody know who your sire is? Because I, mean... I would be guessing that she would. Because that's not that's a that's too much of a coincidence. All I know of my life is what other people have told me. Mercy, just a random side question: What generation are you currently? I am. A good question. Oh, she's checking that. What Simon now? Any dots in generation? Uh, well, yeah, I had to, I had to click, I had to click over screens. But Simon know what happened to the previous prince? Bef the prince before Simone. Oh, um, yes, a lot of people have talked about that. She I'm... basically walked into a meeting one day, and the other prince. Did not walk out. Okay. Uh, Mercy is 12th generation. Okay. That would have been just too good of a coincidence. So. <laughs> Side question. Do I want to know? No. Okay. Sorry, Teller, smiling. That's all you need to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. shit. <laughs> That's never good. Ah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I 
Simone's phone goes off. Well, it appears at least you are partly in luck. Who's calling? The curator is here. So it begins. So it before, does. Before, before you all go. Who is going to be... What is your plan with the convoys? You've already been guarding entrances in and out, correct? Yes. But they know I would, your plans. They, they know that you're doing it. I would suggest shoring up as much as you can, both sides, but particularly the causeway. We need to stop that convoy from making it into the city. The thought that comes to mind is... um. Blood hunt the Malkavians like bombs and just blow up the bridge. <laughs> I will see what I can do through legal means. Either so, either that convoy needs to be stopped before it enters the city, or it needs to be hijacked without Sybil getting word of it. The latter might be harder than the former. I will make a few phone calls. You all go and talk with Kellerman. Good luck. Not just our lives, but the lives of all of the mortals in the city also depend on it. Let's be honest, they're trying to wake up an antediluvian or even just a Methuselah more than just the city. And that is where we will end for the night. All right. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.